King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome to episode two of 2021 for League Castle. I'm, of course, your host, Chris McPherson, and uh, another bumper week catching up with some of the Tui's Newcastle Rugby League or the Denton Engineering Cup, as it'll be known in 2021. Coaches, uh, that include Steve Kidd of Macquarie, Todd Edwards from Cessnock, and Phil Williams of Central Newcastle. So, Sit back and enjoy the uh, conversations with the coaches. Looking forward to any footy that might be able to get on ahead of this very wild and wet weekend as we lead into what is only now one week away for the kickoff of our major competition. We're joined by Macquarie Scorpions coach Steve Kidd. Kitty, thanks for a little bit of your time. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Not a problem, mate. Uh, pre-season's pretty much wrapped up. The competition's only sort of 10 days away, mate. Uh, how's the vibe out at Macquarie at the moment? Yeah, mate, it's, it's really good. We're, um, we've had a good pre-season. Went back in December and we, um, we've we worked really hard. We've got a good group of blokes and a fair few new new boys out there. So uh, the vibe's really good and our trials have been okay. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're pretty keen getting around round one at the entrance. Yeah, so you had a, a, a draw against Cessnock in the, in the first hit-out, mate, and then a, uh, a win over Lakes. So what's what's been, the I guess, the standouts or the, or the noticeable things for, for Macquarie and, this, I guess, any, any performers that have surprised or, or stepped up to the plate more than you expected? Um, yeah, I think just one of the positive things has been we're actually uh, putting some things in place in our trials of how we've trained. Um, our structures and our shape are really good, so that's been a real positive. Um, on the player front, you know, we've picked up a fair few new guys. Um, Luke has come across from South. He's obviously a, a rep player or rep quality player. Uh, picked up Campbell Shepherd from the night. Um, and obviously, Karen Holland's come back from Canterbury uh, in uh, the NRL. So, uh, we've added some, some blokes there. Jeremy Gibson's come down from Maitland to play in the half. Um, and we've picked up a couple of outside backs from the, the Wildfires rugby. So, um, yeah, we've, we've got a pretty new crew. Uh, and they're all performing and, and they're all pushing for spots. So it's really good at the moment. It'd certainly be uh, an interesting time out there and, and I'm sure lots of the young juniors from the area especially are probably keen after not having a, a Scorpions outfit last year. So it's been, you know, I, I was out there when you played Cessnock and talking to a few of the locals and they were just so excited for footy to be back after such a long absence at Wild Peacock Field. Yeah, it's a real positive. I mean, last year was, was one of those things where we made a decision not to not to put a team in. Um, at the time, we we were told we couldn't have home games and things like that. So uh, the club and, and our sponsors supported our decision not to not to go ahead with with the senior grades. We'll be screening our nineteens, and um, a lot of them blokes that were probably fringe first graders a couple of years ago have come back really really keen, and and they're knocking on the door again now. So uh, our good young juniors are, are still uh, pushing really hard for spots and. Yeah, it's just good to have some footy back and, and something that the community can come and get behind again in 2021. 
It seems that the key sort of conversation when I'm talking to the other coaches as well is around that depth piece being really crucial this year. We've got 18 rounds, and obviously we've seen with the new rules coming in, which we'll get to in a minute, uh, more ball in play in first grade as well. So all that football happening, some rep football happening as well, it's going to be quite a load on some players and any injuries, etc. You're going to need to have some some strong depth to, to carry you through the competition if you want to go deep in 2021. Yeah, 100%, mate. I think mean, uh, depth is going to be a real key. And, you know, obviously, you know, out there we, we probably haven't got the, the huge junior base as what other clubs have. But I think we've done really well with, with bringing some, some guys through, especially into our our uh, reserve grade set up from, from our 19s from the last couple of years. And um, obviously on our budget, we've recruited really well. So, um, especially like for our top grade. So, I think we've got enough depth there to cover us. Um, yeah, there's obviously you don't want to get injuries in key positions, but yeah, I think we're we're well well positioned in that regard. And talking of local juniors, as I said, I was out there for that first uh, trial, mate. Um, the uh, production line of uh, the Briggs family continues on with another generation or another another young Briggs coming through into the uh, into the squad, mate. Yeah, young Cal, he's been really good. He's had an outstanding preseason. He's um, probably you know changed the way he does things. And, a little bit of help from his uncles as well. So, um, yeah, he's definitely training a lot harder. He's, he's eating right. He's, he's living right. And um, at the moment, he's been outstanding. He's, he's done probably enough to, to grab the centre spot for round one. So, um, yeah, I've been nothing but impressed with him over the last six months, that's for sure. Excellent, mate. And um, obviously, a, a bit of a change of the competition structure since when Macquarie was in in 2019 with the new President's Cup North and the, the re-entrance of Wyong and obviously the addition of the entrance who you'll take on in round one, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, there's plenty talking too that it's going to be probably as even as it's been in a number of years. Is that your view on it? Yeah, I think, I think both entrances. I think uh, it's really exciting to have the entrance in Wyong come into the comp. I think it's just, you know, it adds to the, the rugby league coming back in 2021 and it makes it a really strong and, like you said, even competition. I think um, I think there'll be, on any given day, you know, teams can knock anyone else over. So, um, yeah, I just think it's great, great for the footy in, in this part of the world. And um, hopefully, you know, you know, down the track that might even get expanded again. So, I just think it's a really good concept. And, you know, you look at what everyone's signed and, and, you know, retained from a couple of years ago, I think it's uh, the makings of a really, really good competition. Yeah, it certainly is. You touched on Kerrod Holland, obviously one of the, the bigger name signings for Macquarie. Also, a number of other ex-NRL players either signing with new clubs or re-signing um, throughout the competition. We've got the likes of Matautia uh, up at Maitland and Brock Lamb. We've got Luke Walsh down at uh, Central. Then you've got Nathan Ross and Frank Paul, just to touch on a few at Curry. So there's plenty of them floating around the joint. So certainly worth um, the ticket price to get into a, a local footy game on a Saturday or a Sunday in 2021. Yeah, that's right, mate. They just bring so much professionalism back to back to the local league, and, and a lot of the young blokes you now really look up to them. So uh, it's great to have them sort of players as part of their competition. And I know from being at Curry in 2013, last time Rossi was out here, that, um, you know what sort of vibe he brought to the joint. So it's just great to to have them blokes back and around the local league. And like you say, I think it just you know makes it makes the competition a lot better. So. Um, yeah, it's great to have all them involved in our comp, for sure. And on the front of the new rules, uh, you've had a couple of weeks of trials to sort of slowly adapt to what they look like. And, I mean, I think the, the overarching principle is 
seeing more ball in play and more set-piece attacking opportunities. Are you seeing that's the way it's panning out? How's that affecting the way you'll approach 2021? Yeah, I think it'll be, you know, there'll be a little bit more ball in play. Um, you know, they obviously aren't doing the six-again thing in our comp, but, um, you know, there'll be a lot of scrums and scrums in different positions of the field and things like that. So I think it, I think it'll see a lot more ball in play. We've sort of trained for that. Uh, James Dries, our, our strength and conditioner, he's all over that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, we've worked really hard on, on our uh, fitness and fatigue and, and I think we're, yeah, we should be okay in that regard. But, yeah, I think more ball in play is better for everyone and, like you said, get crowds through the gates again. Yeah, it'd be great to get, um, well, I keep going to call it Newcastle Rugby League, but the President's Cup Northern Conference to that point where we used to have sort of, you know, bumper sellout crowds almost at most of the local grounds on a regular basis. So hopefully we can see that in, in 2021. And has there been much talk amongst your squad or do you know of players that are looking with an eye to, there's a couple of bye weekends there that are scheduled for rep fixtures, uh, open age rep fixtures, which is something we haven't seen for a couple of years as a, as a standalone sort of feature of the uh, draw? Yeah, you know, there's a few boys that spoke about. There's, there's a couple that, um, you know, are very interested in playing in them. Um, yeah, I suppose it's hard to manage. I mean, from a club point of view, we might have to manage a few blokes um, around them fixtures. You know, you only get two spare weekends out of, you know, 20 weeks. So, um, if blokes are going to play rep footy, they're going to have to be up sort of every week. So, as a club, if we get some blokes selected, we might have to try and manage them around that time. But, you know, it's good to see some rep fixtures as, as part of our calendar as well, that's for sure. Yeah, it certainly is, and it'd be great to see some more uh, local players follow the lead of you know someone like Nathan Ross or even in more recent years, Braden Musgrove, to go through from straight from Newcastle Rugby League into an NRL squad. Yeah, and I think that's a good opportunity for, for these fixtures. I, you know, they're essentially just rep games against Illawarra and Canberra, and it'd be great to see some younger blokes get a real opportunity to, to put their name forward and and maybe earn a contract at a higher level. Um, so I think that's what, you know, the selectors could use that for, for sure. Um, you know, like I said, you've got Karen Holland's going to the NRL, Nathan Ross, Braden Musgrove has gone back there last year. So, um, you know, and, and before that, even like both like George Carl and Craig Hall uh, in the 2000s, you know, it, it can happen. So, um, yeah, hopefully some of these boys play at a higher level uh, this year and they, and they earn themselves higher honours, whether it would be the Knights or, or any other club. So, yeah, I think that's something that some of those guys can get out of those rep games for sure. And we talked about it before. Obviously, the expansion of the comp means a true home and away season um, for this year. So it'll be nine games. All nine sides will play both home and away. That said, you guys start with a bit of a challenging run, spending the first few rounds on the road. How's that shape up for your season, do you think? Yeah, I don't mind it. I think... Um, you know, it's a lot easier to play three games away to start the year than, than in the middle of winter when it's starting to get hard and it's getting cold. So, um, yeah, go to the entrance round one, they'll be a bit of an unknown. I, I don't know if they've played any trials. I can't find any footage on them or anything like that. So, um, you know, that might be a good trip to get out of the way round one. And then, um, obviously, south and west away the next couple of weeks. Um, a couple of... Uh, the grounds that are hard to go and win out. So if we can, we can start well and win a couple of those games early on. I think we'll set ourselves up nicely for when we do get a real chunk of home games in the middle of the year. Yeah, and that's I guess the offset, isn't it? Is that you do get that if you have a run of away games at some point, you're going to get a run of home games to um, bring yourself home in the back end. And undoubtedly, we'll uh, see the Lyle Peacock faithful out in droves again, supporting the Scorpions after a year away from footy. So 
Mate, uh, all the best for the year. Thank you for a little bit of time today and uh, we look forward to catching up with you and uh, some of the boys during the year after you hopefully uh, got a few wins on the board and charging towards those uh, finals bound positions and, and maybe even the uh, elusive President's Cup playoffs that uh, have been put in the works for after our season for 2021. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks for having us. And like I said, any time, mate, we'll happily support you at your podcast here. I think you're doing a great job, so... Um, hopefully the, the Toronto faithful get out there and support the boys and um, I'm sure they'll see a new look Scorpions this year an energetic uh, fit uh, and a side that's going to play plenty of attacking footy so hopefully they get out there and, and support us Excellent, thanks for your time Kitty We're joined by Cessnock Goanna's coach Todd Edwards Todd, thanks for a little bit of your time ahead of the season mate Thanks, Chris. Yeah, no worries, mate. No worries. Uh, mate, uh, well into the pre-season now. It's only sort of a week and a half till the season proper kicks off. How's the pre-season been for Cessnock? A draw against Macquarie and then uh, a, a decent win in the Charity Shield last week? Yeah, mate, it's, it's been okay. We um, we had the Knights trial, which was two weeks prior as well. But, uh, yeah, it's a funny one, mate. We haven't, we haven't really reached that potential. We're looking at our stats again last night. And, yeah, we're down... Where we need to be, mate. The boys know that, but um, they'd have a draw against Macquarie, who a very good side, and, and and then we weren't great again the other night against Curry, or we were down, and we still held on to win, which was which is pleasing. But I know we can we can reduce better. And certainly be pleasing with that uh, charity shield. Obviously, no love lost between Sesson and Curry, but to take out all three grades in close fought contests would be a nice positive heading into the season. Yeah, it was, mate. Yeah. But, um, Reserve grab was similar to us, very much down. They weren't great either. They got they scraped home as well, and we're just not beating the standards that the boys have put on themselves, mate. And they know that. So yeah, but we're in a good good place heading into round one in ten days' time, which is yeah, south at home. And uh, coming out of those trials, you obviously picked up over the pre-season, uh, off-season, you picked up a few new signings. Uh, a few of those have, have certainly impressed. I know in the Macquarie trial, it was. Adrian Davis looked look good. He certainly might be a little bit shorter of a, a run at the level that you guys are playing at now, having played in sort of some country comps recently. But once he really finds his groove, he's going to be a good addition alongside some of those others. Yeah, well, AJ's played, uh, I think he's been 18th man, NRL 18th man over the years, three or four times. and never got it, never got his chance to play, but he's played 100 cup games for both Penrith and Newcastle. So a lot of experience, mate. Yeah, he's going to get better as, as the season goes on. But he's a leader, mate, and he, he demands really demands a lot of, from the blokes around him. So he's a great acquisition. The two boys from also the two boys from up at uh, Toowoomba, the great pickups for us, mate. Uh, and similar to some boys have come back to the joint from last year. Um, so we've got a good balance, mate. We just need to get some stuff right on 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 game day, which we can improve our game. Yeah, 100%. And look, looking at the, the season ahead, obviously very exciting. We talked to a few of the other coaches last week and talking to some more this week. A lot of coaches really excited about the concept of 10 teams and a, and a perfect, so to speak, perfect, I use the term loosely, home and away draw where you play everyone twice. There's no perceived or, or realistic lopsidedness of the draw. No, that's true. And uh, back to the old days, mate, you play everyone twice, which is good. There's no easy games, you know. The Knights haven't got a 21s, mate, or 20, so there's going to be a lot of kids filtered back in the local local comp, and yeah, there's going to be 10 really strong sides, and uh, it's going to be as strong as comp we've had for quite a while, I think. 
Certainly will, and that seems to be the, the prevailing conversation topic is that uh, 10 strong sides, any any week you decide uh, uh, to, to rest on your laurels or not turn well, up at 100%. Him, mate, I still rate this competition. It's, just, it's physically the toughest competition, in my opinion, in Australia. Um, I've spoke to a few of the boys uh, that have played a lot of Q Cup and, and New South Wales Cup, and they, they say how physical, much more physical it is. As you say there, Todd, certainly a very physical competition and, and rated pretty highly and, and even just on performance-wise with it now being classed as a President's Cup competition, probably considered the standard below those NRL New South Wales and Queensland Cup. This is the next best next best thing for players to be playing in. Absolutely. Uh, you know, all our clubs probably, we don't prepare. It's probably it's the Cup, obviously not the Cup there four and five days a week, but that doesn't mean these kids can't play and... and uh, it's a very physical comp. You get challenged physically, and uh, the last two trials have showed that for us. We've been really challenged physically, and that's what you're going to get every week. So you've got to be ready to hold your gloves up every week in this comp. You certainly do. And and talking of that, uh, obviously there'll be a lot of focus on yourselves and Maitland yourselves as the defending premiers from what was the uh, community rugby league competition last year. And Maitland obviously come back from that President's Cup. We know a few players have moved on there. There's a few other sides as well. Your rivals on the weekend, they rested some players, but they've signed well with the likes of Nathan Ross, Tyler Randall, Frank Paul Nuasala bring in. So there's going to be plenty of spice in the competition and uh, uh, certainly some good Coalfields rivalries. But who do you see? Is, is there certain sides to beat or do you think it's a pretty uh, open field at the moment? Oh, yes and no. It's certainly going to be very strong. Maitland are obviously very, going to be very strong. Uh, Curry. I'm going to board up well. Macquarie are going to be like a dark. I'm not a dark horse. Their roster's very, very strong. They were very impressive against us last week. So, the, as I said earlier, my South's a little bit unknown. You know, they played in grand final last year. So, then the two boys sides them down the coast. Which we don't know what. We really don't know what you're going to get there. So, uh, mate, it's, it's, a, it's yeah, it is an open, open, uh, open comp. I suppose Central, Central. I think you know while she's going to. Central and they've got uh, some other senior blokes in that group. They're going to be tough, and, and Maitland. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be a very, very tough competition. It certainly is. I think. I think from what I've seen so far, there's some really impressive outside attacking uh, options at a number of the clubs. You talked about Central, obviously, when you've got the likes of Luke Walsh and Dylan Pithian in the halves. Uh, you've got a few of the other clubs that have signed ex-NRL players. We touched on before. Wyong have brought in a couple of their ex-New South Wales Cup players back. So. Uh, adding add the fact of new rules which mean the ball's in play for longer in these games which we'll touch on in a moment but uh, certainly going to be worth the price of admission in 2021 to get along to see what was formerly the Newcastle Rugby League but now the President's Cup North Yeah, absolutely it's, it's, a, it's a step up in, uh, in, in quality mate which is good and uh, yeah, everyone's everyone's going to be um, up against it most weeks like you're just down 10% any week you know, you're going to lose the scoreboard there's no doubt about it uh, and that's that's why it's such a strong. I've always rated our comp. It's one of the stronger comps, and now it's even going to be stronger next year. So all these years, so, yeah, it's, it's, certainly uh, certainly is. And and with that, that those rules that I just touched on, how have you found those? I know um, obviously the first time you would have experienced them is, is this preseason. Are you seeing more ball in play? How's it affecting the fitness of the players? How are the players finding it? Yeah, it's, it's fully a touch faster, I suppose, but. The uh, the no scrums. You look at the boys obviously used to go for for a, for a break in the scrums, but um, yeah, it's, it's a lot more ball in play and a lot, a lot more fatigue. Uh, in the last, well, especially the last week against Macquarie, it was it was 
Uh, we didn't have much ball in the first 40 minutes and the boys were very fatigued. We'd done a lot of D. And, you know, the, D, the more D you do, the more fatigue you get. Uh, so whoever controls a footy and has it for longer will more than likely win the scoreboard. That's, yeah. that's yeah. the beauty of it. It's certainly going to add an element to discipline, but it's also going to bring some of those smaller bodies uh, back into uh, into the game and the, and the crafty halves, which you know you're obviously like we just talked about central yourselves are, are pretty well stocked in the halves department with Adrian Davis and Liam Foran. Yeah, um, you got your young fullback as well there, whose name is, escapes me at the moment. I apologise to him. Harry O'Brien. Harry O'Brien. Yeah, that's him. Harry, but, yeah, but uh, mate, the, the big guys, unfortunately, and I'm a bit of an old traditionalist, but the big men in our game are, are dying. Um, and you've got to look at the NRL now, mate. The, the big, real big men from days gone by are gone. Uh, there's not many left. Uh, they're pretty special, the ones that are playing these days, because they've got to have a motor. But they're going for the mobile middle forwards now. They can, they can play big minutes and move laterally uh, in defence. That's what they're going for. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a bit like 2020 cricket, mate. It's all about... It's all about the batting cricket now. It's starting to change all about the ball a bit too. And really, the defence in our game at the moment, there's no real reward for a strong defensive unit in our game anymore. The rules are all towards the footy. But uh, that's what people want, I suppose. Yeah, they're, they're looking for those high high scoring, the highlight yeah. reels of the wingers upside down over the corner posts, aren't they, rather than the, yeah. the grind in the middle. It's the same as bowlers in cricket. They're just an afterthought, aren't they? But um, yeah, but whether it's a good thing or not, but you know what? It's, it's okay. I don't mind at the moment, but I probably wouldn't go any more any further than what it is. I think it's enough, but we'll see how they go. Yeah, certainly. And and just before we let you go, obviously uh, the draw came out last week for the President's Cup and uh, sees a bit of a challenge for, for your side. Um, obviously, as you said, you start at home against South, but then a, a few away games on the trot uh, from rounds two through to four. How, how does that sort of... It seems that's the go for a lot of the sides is that there's, there's chunks of away in at home. How, how do you find that or how do you feel about that? Yeah, oh, well... You've said it earlier there, Chris. We don't we, you play with each other twice, mate. The beauty of playing, it's not great. I'm not to play three, three away games in a row. But the beauty of that is in the second round, you're playing three uh, home games in a row. So, um, yeah, it's, it's important that we get off a good start. I suppose all clubs are the same. You want to you want to um, win first up and, and early. But as we said, it's not going to be an easy one. No matter where you're playing, you can play on the moon. It ain't going to matter going to be tough so you've got to get your standards right and, and um, you give yourself every hope you get, you get your own back out in order give yourself every chance yeah 100% can understand where you're coming from there finally Todd uh, we noticed there's a couple of weekends off as well there's talk of senior open age rep games there's certainly be some excitement around an opportunity for some of the uh, best of Newcastle we've talked about some some absolutely cracking players who are playing in the competition but even for some of the young guys that are coming through to play representative footy in 2021 uh, at a senior level yeah, that's, that's a great thing. It's, uh, it gives those kids, you know, we lost it last year because of the other the virus. It gives them exposure to high level, especially, as you say, especially the kids under that 23-year-old mark. It's an opportunity to to be exposed to playing uh, against uh, and with uh, the former NRL and high-class cup players. And, yeah, get some exposure around some eyes around the NRL clubs as well, which is good. That's, uh, and that's what it should be about, um, giving kids some exposure to high-level footy. And you're going to make them better. Hundred so. percent. Hopefully, we can see some more follow through into the NRL ranks, like Braden Musgrove could do from your side last year. Yeah, Muzzy done it, mate. We see, we seen Rossi do it years ago, and decades ago, we seen Billy Peden do it. As a 24 year old, go to the Knights and end up playing 190 NRL games. 
Uh, he was a late bloomer. So Chrissy Randall's going through it as well. He was a late bloomer in the nights at the moment. So it's it's good these kids. You know, you never know. You never know uh, who's watching, and you never know the opportunities you could come your way. Even though you're pushing the mid twenties, you just never know. So. Hundred percent, mate. Well, thank you, thank you very much for your time today. Hopefully, we can catch up with you during the season and a few of the boys uh, after you've got some W's on the board. And uh, best of luck for twenty twenty one. I'm sure we'll see you in the traps. Thank you, Chris. Good mate. Thank you, mate. Joined by Central Newcastle coach Phil Williams. Phil, thanks for a little bit of your time uh, today, uh, leading into the season. Thanks. It's um, a busy time of the year now. Certainly is busy and exciting for for many people, especially after the last twelve months we had with the um, you know the reduced season in twenty twenty. But uh, we we've got the offset of that, mate, uh, this year with uh, twenty twenty one with a ten team full home and away comp. Uh, surely yourself and the boys out at Central are, are looking forward to um, a true home and away competition with the addition of the Wong and the entrance for this season. Well, yeah turning into a little bit of a super comp, isn't it? So, um, yeah. And you say a little bit of home and away. Well, home and away is one week you're at home and the next week you're away. Not, not groups of five games in a row at home and five groups of uh, games have been away. So the draw is not favourable for us, but we'll work through that and we'll... Um, yeah, certainly, certainly some challenges. That's, that's, they're the car- yeah, they're the cars that they've been dealt, so we'll play with them. Yeah, certainly some challenges, as I said, there for a couple of sides, unfortunately, with those grouping of games. Um, as you say, you just got to kind of uh, deal with those as they come. And, and talking of home, uh, notice that uh, during the preseason you've had some challenges with your ground there after some adjustments to the cricket oval above. Is that something that looks like it's going to be in hand by the season, or is there a possibility that, that might affect the you know run of games that you have in 2021? Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a, a different type of challenge, but um, yeah, we're getting through that. Um, now it's up to Lake Macquarie Council to to fix the problem, and yeah, it's a sporting ground. It's just yeah, one of them things that we've just got to work. We're like nomads; we're we're here, there, and everywhere. But yeah. that's a good thing too. That every every player's taken it in their stride and. Yeah, we're just dealing with it. Well, Looking forward to the, the season. Fingers crossed that the fact that you've got a couple of away games to start the season will give the council the time to get that uh, that uh, mess, I suppose, might be the nice way to put it sorted out and the drainage sorted out so that uh, the cricket oval runoff's not running down onto St John and leaving you underwater and you can get back to your, your true home. Uh, in, <laughs> well, yeah, it would be nice to, to train on the ground. That's, that's the, the big issue. It's... Um, yeah, it's in the council's hands and the, probably the lack of the gold. You know, like we had the drought last year, now we've got this year. So, yeah. Literally a case of when it rains, it pours. But uh, <laughs> on a more positive note, yeah. uh, some, some really positive signings and, and certainly a number of other coaches that we've chatted with have certainly got one eye on, on what's happening at Central. You've, you've bolstered well and, and the side's looking good for 2021. Yeah, the, the signings have been uh, pretty positive. Uh, and all players that have come to the club have sort of fallen in their lap. Uh, yeah, we had a bit of a plan that we were going after a couple of high-profile players, but, um, you yeah, know, getting Luke Walsh and 
Now, Utah, you know, was very exciting. Yeah, Dylan and Dylan Pithian and Randall Briggs and Jack Kelly had come last year. So, um, and Woody Baker had come last year as well. So, they'd probably had a pre-season with us. Uh, I like what's going on at the club and you know, Luke and now, yeah, sort of filling our lap and aren't we blessed to have them two quality people in our club? Certainly, uh, certainly some good talent to bring on board and, and a couple of others as well. But uh, that's it certainly leaves you in, in a good spot with your spine. Obviously, Cam Anderson came into his own a couple of seasons ago. You've got um, young Cody Bryant, I think it is, that will pl- likely play at nine. And you've got the options of Kelly, Pythian and uh, Walsh to play through the halves. It's uh, some good problems to have as a coach. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. And, and... yeah we're going to have some strike power, so that's... Um, yeah. It's a good, good, good place That's to nice be for Central. <laughs> it makes it, it makes it, it doesn't make it any easier. But yeah, when you when you say go out and do ABC, yeah, it's, it just flows. The jigsaw puzzle comes, yeah. And yeah, you got Brad Murray in the wings as well. So um, yeah, and then if, if injuries or things happen. You know, we've got Ethan Cook who can go and throw into that position as well. So um, certainly, certainly, yeah, certainly, riches of talent. <laughs> well, well, every club's got it. Yeah, look, uh, we've got one. We've got one NRL NRL player in here. So, oh, two, sorry, two. Yeah, where most clubs have got three and four. So um, yeah, it's, it's certainly going to be. It's certainly going to be a, a stacked season across the 10 sides, that's for sure. And, you know, I think that the prevailing thought from each of the coaches I've spoken to so far is pretty much if you turn up more than sort of 1% or 2% off your game on a day, you're going to be going to be uh, on, the, on the wrong end of the scoreboard. So it's a great thing for the fans of local football is that if team, teams are going to need to turn up week in, week out, uh, if they want to have a crack at making those finals and then, and then the opportunities for the President's Cup after that. Yeah, well, <clears throat> that, that, that's the... The big, big goal is to make the semis, and you've got to put your, yourself into a position to to achieve that. And you know, you've got to start the, start the season on the front foot straight away, and uh, that's our goal against Wild in ten days time or eleven days time. So um, that's what we're focused on now, and yeah, we're working little <laughs> little blocks, little. Away blocks and then home blocks and away blocks. So um, that's what we've got to do. Yeah, hundred percent. And as you say, it's you know, I mean, there's no easy run, but to take on uh, Wyong, Curry, and then South's away to start your season. I mean, if you could walk out of that with two or three wins, you're going to put yourself in a in a very good position after three tough away games. Exactly, and and that can set set the whole tone of the season right up there. So um, that's their goal. And, yeah, all the boys are focused on that. All the clubs focused on that as well. So, and in terms of um, in terms of the preseason, Phil, you only had the the one trial hit out in the end against King Cubber last weekend. How did you find uh, the uh, the effect of the new rules with more ball in play and those sorts of things? Oh, I really didn't affect. It was a bit of stop start the the King Cumber trial because of the heat. You know, we had a little bit of duty care and 
I got called off 20 minutes to go because, you know, King Tumba ran out of players and, yes, their fitness levels weren't weren't up there. But, um, yeah, it's not not too different. Yeah. We keep, we keep tinkering with rules. You know, New South Wales Rugby League, my God, they've got to have a good look at themselves. Um, yeah, tinkering with rules all the time. It's not television. This is perfectly out in the general public. It's not NRL. Yeah. But we, we keep doing this. So, yeah. That's, that's for another day. It sounds like that could be a long podcast if I sat down and chatted with you with those issues, mate. So we might leave that for another day. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it pretty brief and we'll try and wrap up now in, in the interest of letting you go. But um, it'd be remiss if I didn't ask, there's, there's a man that you've, that you well, you brought him across last year and then obviously he went back and played with his junior club, but he's a, an absolute podcast favourite. How's Timmy Christie settling in over there at Central? <laughs> Timmy, Timmy, yes. <laughs> Very good, yeah. He's good to have around the club. He's, be, uh, yeah, he's, he's a bit, oh, what, just disheartened about playing on the wing, but yeah, he's in first grade, so that, 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 that's the main thing as a player. You want to play in the best possible grade. So, um, he's preferred position centre, I know that, but yeah, he's sitting all right. He's, he's good. He's certainly a character, that's for sure, so there wouldn't be too many dull moments <laughs> with him around the joint. <laughs> no, there's, certainly at Central, there's. There's not a dull moment around the whole heap of them. <laughs> there are some characters in the club, which is good. It's good to have up and around and it breaks everything. <laughs> Every uh, serious moment, there's um, someone to break that, break the ice. So it's good. It's always been something at Central, certainly for the last decade, while Josh Nielsen's been floating around the traps, that's for sure. No, so. well, well, there you go. Yeah, you got him. Yeah, yeah. There are characters. It certainly is, but... Um, well, look, we'd like to wish you all the best for the season. Thank you for your time today, Phil, and undoubtedly we'll catch up with yourself and, and some of the boys. I know Timmy will be banging on my door trying to get on the podcast for one, but there'll be plenty of the others that we'll hopefully have a chat to after you get some uh, wins on the board and you're, you're heading deep into season 2021. So thanks for your time today and uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Big thanks to today's guests, Steve Kidd from Macquarie, Todd Edwards from Cessnock and Phil Williams from Central Newcastle. I'll hopefully be able to get hold of the other three first grade coaches for next week's uh, kickoff episode as we lead into season 2021 and then we'll start to uh, cover off on some of the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League as well. Uh, make sure to keep tuned to our Facebook page. Uh, just look for League Castle on Facebook if you haven't already got on there and given it a like. Uh, jump on all of our content goes up on there and uh, we've certainly got uh, plenty of action on there at the moment with our battle for the people's club uh, heading deep into the second round so we'll be undoubtedly in the next week or so kicking off into the third round and then heading into the finals from there so it's an opportunity to get your club up in lights a big thank you to everyone that has already got around those uh, polls and uh, is supporting their clubs and Look, we look forward to providing plenty more coverage for plenty of the clubs through 2021. Uh, make sure if you can get out to the footy this weekend, if it does go ahead with this torrential weather we've got, that you get out there and enjoy it and uh, support your local club. And let's keep counting down to the kickoff of the Denton Engineering Cup for 2021 next weekend and the uh, Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League and other competitions which will kick off in April. So, again, thank you for tuning in. We look forward to catching you again next week. This has been League Castle. 
We go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lead Newcastle, Newcastle, Hunters, Hunters, Rugby League.